everyone. Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Brian and Joe here with your morning show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. Of course, doing free picks. We've got tons of free picks on our website, SportsChatPlace.com and PickDogs.com. We're the original free pick site. Doing free picks when other people said, it's crazy doing free picks. How are you going to make any money? How are you going to stay in business doing free picks on everything? Now they're all doing it. Copying us. I honestly think, like, if I started, like, just, like, doing a video of me eating oatmeal that other people would start doing it, too. <laughs> I, I honestly think that that would happen. I could see Doc's doing it. <laughs> Always would be interesting to see people eat oatmeal, I guess. Yeah. What they put on their oatmeal, their brown sugar and milk, or what's happening over there? <laughs> I just put almond milk on mine. That's it. Nice. I don't like, I don't like oatmeal. I'm not the biggest fan either. <laughs> Guys know nothing. If if I'm gonna eat it, there has to be brown sugar and a lot of fruit and then a lot of milk. So then it's not really oatmeal, I don't think. Not appealing to my eyes visually, so that's why I don't like it. All right, it's not a Lamborghini. It's a freaking bowl of oatmeal, Brian. It's like I, uh, I like the eggs and the bacon and the home hash browns, potatoes. It's That's my breakfast. I just don't like a big pile of grease for breakfast. It's not my thing. Can't put hot sauce on oatmeal. I think maybe that's my issue. At least it's better than cream of wheat. At least. Anyways, got uh, Major League Baseball. Man, I took all those dogs yesterday and they were just like one run short here, one run short there. I had a few good winners in my um, – Brian's got his fan running or something. But, um, yeah, definitely something going on there. But um, anyways, um, yeah, it's like it just seemed that no one could get that run across for me. So it happens, you know definitely happens but it's like i had giant dogs just waiting to pounce the rangers give up that home run in the in the ninth inning the uh the the a's short you know plus 190 it's like oh man brutal can't hear you brian because i got you muted because your fan is annoying me there we go now you're now it's not Okay. I didn't. I didn't do anything different. I was just. No, I know. I got you though. It was just like the super loud fan. Just... Anyway, what I said was the run line would have came into play yesterday for you, taking the plus one and a half at minus one ten or so. Giving out picks for yesterday this doesn't help me today, does I'm it? I'm just saying that you make fun of me sometimes for taking the point and a half. I understand. I understand. For you. I understand. I get it. I know. It's not my game. It's not my game. I, you know, you win some, you lose some. It's like that's betting. The White Sox came through. They look good. Yep. My $15 play, though, has been straight money. No doubters, you know, on those. So, you know, a lot of people taking advantage of that. So, uh, I think it's good. It's it's more expensive than buying my three-pack, you know, but um, or weekly or monthly or any of that stuff, but it's a uh, fifteen dollars, so it's like a lot of people do it, you know. 
I understand. I get it. You know, that's why we have it. But, um, yeah, it's like a loud fan. Not sure what it is. You guys don't hear that? I don't hear anything, but I'm muted when I'm not actually speaking. Hey, it's Joe. There. Is it? I've been completely muted the whole time here. Uh, so maybe it's, I don't know. I guess it's, well, well now, it now I don't hear it. I don't know. Whatever. We'll, we'll get it someday. <laughs> someday we'll find it. I think we need to put everybody on the same type of computer, and that way we won't have it. That will be the answer. Have. What if what if we still hear it then? It'd be really well. Insane. Then I'll just do the show by myself. <laughs> be, mad, <laughs> be maddening, huh? With it, uh, I don't. I don't have it when I, you know, when I'm doing it. So, I I know I don't have it. None of my computers have have fans or the type of drive that makes that noise. There's there's only two places where that drive comes from. Number one is the internal fan on the computer. Number two is the drive or the um. Yeah, the drive. So, like, if you have one sort of drive on your computer, it, it has, like, you know, the old style. Like, there's, like, a spinning that's going on in there. So, it's, like, there are, the new drives don't have that. The solid-state drives do not have that. It's just, you know, one piece. So, like, if everybody has solid-state drive and nothing that requires an internal fan like that that's blowing this way. if the Like, mine has an internal fan, but it's blowing the other way. So I can't hear it. I don't know. Doesn't matter. All right, let's get to these games. Speaking of internal fans, got uh, NBA action tonight, and we got the Bucks taking on the Celtics. The Bucks one point favorites here. The Bucks win here. They're up three one over Super. Public Boston team. Brian, what do you think? Yeah, I couldn't get a premium play on the spread on either one of these two games, but I really like the Milwaukee Bucks at home tonight on the money line. I just I don't see what all the love is. Uh, everybody auto auto assumes that Boston's going to tie this up, and you know, very close to premium play. But I think the Bucks take care of business at home, go up three to one. I'm not saying this series doesn't go seven, but I think the Bucks take it tonight at home. Joe? I'm really torn on this game. Um, I was going over this, and I can make a case for either side here. I do have a premium on the total, what I'm looking at. But if I'm going to be forced to take a side, I'm going to have to roll with the Celtics plus the points just because I think this is going to be a one-point game either way it falls. So I could I could get behind uh, the box on the money line, but I think the Celtics plus the one is where I'm going to go. Yeah, I, I don't see how the Celtics, they just don't seem to match up well in this series, to be honest with you. The Bucks are just knocking them around, and public just humping up on you know the Celtics just like they generally do. So are you guys both muted right now? We're all muted, so it's got to be coming from somewhere else. There, now it stopped. Huh, that's odd. All right. We gotta find we're, we're gonna find this bug. Anyways, um 
Yeah, I don't. I don't see the Celtics how they're competing in this in this game in this series, unless the refs uh, really, unless the uh, NBA really wants this one to go a little further, which has never stopped them before. We got the Warriors up against the Grizzlies. This one is uh, the been there, done that versus the up and comers, and the up and comers are learning what playoff basketball is all about. Brian. This one's tougher than the other one. I, I, I'm going to lean towards uh, the Golden State Warriors laying the points. They did me right in game three when they totally blitz Memphis. And I'm not worried about Morant playing or not playing. I think Warriors uh, win this game by 20 tonight. I, so I'm going to lay the points. But just a strong lean here. Nothing I would bet my house on. Joe. Um, I'm with Brian. I think the Golden State Warriors just come out way too strong here. I am looking at taking the under in this one as well. I think we have a lower scoring one. I think the Warriors are going to have to limit the Memphis Grizzlies tonight and keep this one under the total to get that cover in this. So give me the Warriors and give me the under. I like the I like the Warriors minus 100 here. I think they're going to slaughter them again. It's like... Um, Memphis just looks overwhelmed and beaten. And uh, I think this series is long over at this point. It's already over. Warriors have just been there, done that. They have that playoff experience. And I just think in every sport that we see that. Yeah, because when I cut the outside coming from you guys, it goes away. It's a connection. But anyways, um, yeah, the uh, the Warriors just seem to have that playoff experience. And uh, the Grizzlies, you know, it's a learning experience. And sometimes learning experience is not so fun. I know Joe was talking about her family playing poker and uh, her daughter learning how to play. And I know that, you know, in real life, poker lessons are really expensive and I think the Grizzlies are getting a uh, you, uh, uh, a fall-back-to-earth here um, lesson on what playoff basketball is all about. But I got to figure this out. It's not that. All right. But uh, anyways, Brian, what are you selling today? Well, I'm going to try to build off yesterday's four in one day, uh, going for five straight winning days. I got my bring out the broom three pack. It includes my best bet in the NBA, Major League Baseball, and NHL, all for $50 at pickdogs.com premium picks. Joe? I have three of my best bets in a three pack today. I have one in the NBA, one in the MLB, and one in the NHL. So head on over, you guys, pickdogs.com. I have my uh, $15 big play. I have um, an MLB three-pack, and then I have um, I have other plays, too, if you have longer-term packages. So, uh, like I said, on the wrong side of um, a couple of these things over the last couple of days, but it happens. It wasn't like I got just blown up in these games. as was a bunch of one-runners. The worst kind, but anyways, happens happens but um if that's the worst losing i'm gonna do i'll take it and especially like i hit those 15 dollar plays which i know a lot of people are on so happy about that at least 
And as we go to Major League Baseball, we've got early action. Yankee Humpers got crushed yesterday. Just blitzed those run line odds people actually got. As bad as my one run, you know, getting the big odds plays were, the people that laid the runs and the odds, they got they got woodshedded yesterday. And I was glad I was glad, kind of glad to see it. How about you, Brian? What do you think of those? Yeah, but they might have they might have made some of that up with that Dodgers Cubs game later on in the night. But yeah, I was like I was glad to see it early in the day that the Yankees uh, couldn't cover either one of those games. The Rangers beat them outright. One a lot of, of those, a lot of those big runs and odds games. You know the the Twins too. You know all a lot of them were one run games. So those runs and odds, those run lines and odds, and they lost. You know we saw the puck line and odds lose the other night with. Um, you know, in, in the NHL too. So it's just, it's a, that's a house bet, you know, house bet laying runs or puck lines sure. and odds is, is a house bet. And but early on this season, it has been profitable for people. You ever so. sit at the blackjack table and they have like a little circle bet, like of some other kind of bonus bet, you know, like if you get the same exact blackjack as the dealer has, like ace, it's got to be like ace of diamonds, queen of clubs or something exactly, you know, and it's like you get a bonus and you put a dollar on it and it's like they just, <laughs> you just run through like 500 bucks worth of those dollars and uh, it's just a total house bet. It's like anytime they put an additional add-on bet to the game like that, it is a house bet, you know. It is always a house bet. They never anything outside of the regular course of the game is one hundred percent way in the house's favor. And these run line odds, we never saw these in the past. This is just scooping up on it, just a really, really um, unknowing public. Anyways, we got two early games. We got the Orioles and the Royals and the Yankees. And the Rangers. Brian, what do you think? Yeah, I know we just talked about laying runs and odds, but I think this is one spot where I, if I was given out a free pick, I would lean towards the Yankees today with Cortez Jr. on the mound. He's been their best arm, in my opinion, and, and Gray struggled for the Rangers. So I think the Yankees can beat them by two. It's not something I'm betting the house on. And then the, I'm going to lean towards the Kansas City Royals. Hernandez has been pretty brutal uh, but Wells hasn't been lighting it up either. I think Casey might be able to steal one, but I think the stronger plays the Yankees on the run line. Unfortunately, that's I don't take the Yankees very often. Joe. Uh, for myself, I have to go with the Baltimore Orioles here. I think uh, Wells will be stronger than Hernandez, so I'm looking for them to come out. But I think the strongest play here is on the over seven and a half. Um, I, I look at both of these teams in game three of a series, both trend so solidly to that over. And I think the Orioles will hit nicely against Hernandez. They're strong against right-handed pitchers. So uh, going 18, or sorry, um, wrong trend I was going to give you guys there. But they're strong against right-handed pitchers. I really think they're going to come out strong today. And I'm with you, Brian. I think the New York Yankees on the run line is the only way to take this one. It's minus 100, and Cortez should be able to come out. And John Gray, he's not playing well so far this season. 7.5 ERA on the season. I think we can look at the over in this one as well. I think the over 7.5 should cash nicely. Um, a Rangers hit well against left-handed starters. So if they can get a couple in here for us, this one definitely goes over the seven and a half. Mitch? 
I really hate this uh, Royals uh, Orioles game. I think this thing is way way over. So it's like I don't think either of these starting pitchers factor at all in this game. So it makes it really hard because, see, the Orioles have two Wellses on their team, and this is the really bad one. And that's the issue here that we have with him is that, see, they have tail, they have um, Tyler Wells who actually is not bad, and then they have Alexander Wells who is hideous, and he's going today. Um, he is terrible. Um, he two innings three hits against the Yankees in the first one, but the next time, 1.2 innings, two hits, two runs, both those hits were home runs. So this guy gives up the long ball like no one's business. Two home runs and three innings of work. Brian, you must have a big circle around this guy. He's your, he must be your guy. I mean, those are your numbers. He's absolutely He's terrible. not my guy. He's, He's terrible, guy. man. He is Neither of these guys are my guy. No, these guys are bad. These guys are really, really bad. Um, these guys are terrible, but, um, I'm going to stay the hell away from that one, but I'm going to stay with the Rangers against the Yankees. Um, I had them both games yesterday. I'm going to continue to ride them. I'm going to fade the Yankees every single game. I'm going to ride it till the wheels fall off. Don't care. I thought you've been a Cortez guy. You've liked him before in the past. I like him because he's, you know, from my old neighborhood. But it, outside of that, you know, it's like I think he's re- in regression. I've also been against the Yankees every single, almost every single game. And Cortez is, you know, his numbers are starting to get worse and worse every single game. John Gray, we know, is going to keep the Rangers in this thing. You know, we know that. Colorado pitchers generally, once they get out of Colorado, pitch really well you know, for wherever they go. Anyways, Jose Quintana for the Pirates up against the Dodgers. I thought it was Dylan Peters. I really liked him a lot better in the spot. But Pittsburgh going with the lefty here, trying to end that losing streak to the Dodgers. Then Luis Castillo making his first start to the season. This guy was the toughest of tough luck losers last year. Uh, maybe he's the savior this year. Up against Brandon Woodruff. Getting a nice price here on the Reds, who are pretty hot. They've won two of the last three games. This is as hot as they've been all season. Um, smoking. Joe, what do you think of these two? Um, for me, I can't. It's not Tyler it's... Wells. It's Alexander Wells in this game. Tyler Wells pitched yesterday. Right? Yeah, I believe so. That's what I'm showing. Because we're seeing in the comments, it is Tyler Wells, but it's it's not it's not Tyler Wells. It's Alexander Wells. Yeah. Yeah, I got Alexander Wells listed for myself too. So for me, I can't trust the Reds. Yes, they've won two of their last three, but I think this one brings them back down to earth here. I'm gonna roll with the Milwaukee Bucks. The money line is so high. This might be one that I throw into a parlay, overtaking them on the run line because I don't think that get the run line win. I think this one stays tight. Um, would lean on that over with this game, though. And then um, Pittsburgh. I don't know. They could come out strong in this one, but I don't love it. They've really struggled in that game one of a series, going 0-4 in their last four games in the game one of a series. And Dodgers strong against left-handed starters um, here on the road. So I'm going to stay off that game. I'm showing Tyler Wells now also. I show, I'm showing both. I really don't care. They both stink. My, my book says Tyler Wells. Yeah, I'm seeing Tyler Wells, actually. So you guys are right. You can get in for two bucks, Joe. 
on that one. <laughs> you, but you don't get the Mother's Pass. Day. You don't get that Mother's Day keychain like they were giving away in Cincinnati yesterday. I think there was eight people at that game. I had it on TV. Oh wow! There was about eight people taking advantage of this. All of them with a box full of keychains. It's like just take a box. It's like <laughs> gotta love when you're just set. When they say take a handful, it's okay. Just grab a handful. I remember take when they first started. Like, well, not when they first started giving away games, but like, I mean. Used to be like giveaway nights were like once a month, you know. Then they started having them like you know, once a week, and now it's like you know, there's always giving away something. Right. Well, tennis by light yesterday because it was Mother's Day. You know, guys would get in trouble for going to the baseball game and not doing something with their wives or mothers or something. So maybe they had something to do with it. Golf course was packed. I'll tell you that much. As far as these games go, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go with my good buddy here, Luis Castillo. He cost me a lot of money last year, but I, the Reds are playing slightly improved baseball, and Woodruff hasn't been lighting it up either. Uh, so I'm gonna take uh, the Reds here plus money, and then the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, Dylan Peters probably just would have pitched an inning anyways, a, a opener, right, for the Pirates. So maybe we'll see him, Quintana, if he can give us five strong. I'm gonna take the Pittsburgh Pirates here on the run line. I just. Uh, Maybe it's just to fade the Dodgers thing, but uh, I'll, I'll take the Pirates run line here. I'm just going to take the Pirates on my Dodger fade, which is really not working for me too well in this uh, road trip. Um, I think I could go. I think I'm going to go with the Reds too here against the Brewers. I just even the odds look funny. You know, you would think that the Reds would be like plus 175 here at home, or or even more. Against the Brewers. Castillo's, yes. Castillo's not bad. I mean, I don't know how far he's going in this game, but he's not bad. He pitched, George... 70, he pitched 70 and change in his rehab performance, and they don't expect many limitations on him in this start. What were George Kirby's final numbers yesterday? I know he was losing. Um, he would have been the loser in that game. They bailed him out at the end. But I know he was, after he gave up that run, he was on fire, man. What did he? Finally do, George Kirby. George Kirby, six innings, four hits, no runs, seven strikeouts. The run actually came later. It was Swanson. I lost that game, too. Another one runner. Ninth inning. <laughs> Gosh. <sighs> Had a couple of those this past week. Ninth inning losses. Dust herself off. That's what you do. Got the Tigers, Michael Pineda up against Paul Blackburn. And then we've got uh, the White Sox, Michael Kopech, minus 185. A team that was on an eight-game losing streak and was called, for, called out for dead. Brian was mocking them. Now he's riding them. Up against the uh, Cleveland Guardians. Brian's a White Sox fan. Fanboy. I hate that. I'm, maybe it's because you don't like them now. I like them. I, don't I like them. They're my team, but I'm honest about it, man. I don't. I don't get too too um, emotional to the high side. What do you like in these? Oh, uh, in this uh, these two games, I feel like the maybe maybe the best free pick value here is the Oakland A's with Blackburn. He's been very solid. On the year 3-0, ERA. Uh, Oakland A's lost a bunch of games in a row. Uh, Pineda's nothing to 
right home about. He might give him four or five innings, but I think the A scratch out a win. And then I'll lean to the White Sox laying the minus one. It's not something that I, you know, I, I typically bet, but I just think with Kopech on the mound, White Sox are really humming along. I guess you could lay the run line here. I hate run lines, but, uh, and Plesak hasn't been anything special. So I like Kopech. I like the White Sox. They're hot. Lay the run line. Joe. Yeah, I completely agree with Brian here. I think taking the Oakland A's is a great way to go here with Blackburn starting. The A's have notoriously played uh, Detroit really strong, and Detroit is 0-4 in their last four games following a loss. I don't think Pineda... um, We'll have that great of a day today. But I do think this one we can probably trend to that under in this game. I know seven's a low number. These two teams playing each other trend to that over. But I see less runs coming in. I think this is a three-to-one style game. So I'm going to ride that under as well. And then the Chicago White Sox, I like them here with Kopech starting. He's got a 1.17 ERA. And I think they'll hit nicely against Plesic. Uh They're 5-0 and in their last five games against right-handed starters. So give me the Chicago White Sox. The White Sox now have a winning record. Um, but uh, still, I'm still doubtful on them. I was had high hopes coming into the season. It'll be interesting to see when Moncado comes back. You know, if how they play, because he is one of their best players for sure. But um, I think he's one more starter. If they could get a, a veteran, right? Like they need a starting. They need. A, they need a starting pitcher. They need a closer. They need. They. They need help. This team needs help. They. They. And it's like I don't think there's anyone out there that's available that's really going to provide the answer for them. I think they need to find somebody in the farm or in somebody else's farm system, which is generally what they do. Normally they'll trade somebody like Dallas Keuchel and loot somebody, you know, that this is what we do. I mean, he's the guy that uh, a veteran arm, the Reds will be looking to get rid of him. He's got some stuff. Castillo. I can see, I think I could see him helping the White Sox. He definitely fits the profile. He definitely fits the profile of a White Sox player. So it, it's possible. But um, I like to see them go out and get somebody else. You know, But I, I, I think Castillo, I think you're going to have to pay way up for. And the White Sox don't do that. They don't trade away their prospects. They trade their guys for everybody else's prospects. They loot you. They wait until you are most desperate. And then they trade you, you know, too good to be true. Jose Quintana. I mean, the Chris Sale trade, you know, the Red Sox won a World Series on it, on the Chris Sale trade. The White Sox have Kopech and Moncada, you know, to show for it. I think most people, most people at the time felt the White Sox had won that trade and had looted the Red Sox on that, and I still believe that they have. You know, you look at, you know, the Quintana trade, you know, ridiculous, right? Dylan Cease and Eloy Jimenez for Jose Quintana. Would you do that deal? No, (laughs) come on. It's like even the Cub fans were crying about that thing the day it happened. And then, you know, Adam Eaton for Lucas Giolito, Dane Dunning, um, like four other guys, you know, starters. Three of the greatest trades in the last 10 years. I still think that 
Quintana for Jimenez and, and Cease is, is one of the just great all-time trades for the White Sox. Got to be up there. It's one of the best trades in history. Anyways, Kopech's going today. Got <laughs> Chris Sale for his ass. See, you know, it's like Chris Sale's been on the DL most of the time, or, or the IL, right? They call it the IL now. It's polit- more politically correct than being not abled. I don't know. I don't love these odds. I, I definitely, you can't lay the run line here with the White Sox. It's going to be tactical. I think, like Joe said, like a lower scoring game. White Sox Indians or Guardians. It's tough to lay the 180, though. I like the White Sox a lot, but it's just tough. They have been covering the run line. You know, they have been. They've covered the run line six in a row. I don't know, the Guardians. Eh, I'm going to stay the hell away from that thing. I'm going to watch it as a fan. Throw my White Sox shirt on. Watch it. Like the Cub fans will say, I didn't know White Sox fans could could afford shirts. <laughs> a good one. Very funny. <laughs> <laughs> nice shirt. I didn't know White Sox fans could afford shirts. Noah Syndergaard's pitching. He's in regression mode. Up against the Tampa Bay Rays, who lost a heartbreaker yesterday. And Chris Flexen moved back into the start against the regressing Rangar Suarez. Phillies beat Scherzer again. Beat him. Then got handed to him. Game two. Well, that's because the Phillies used the bullpen game in game two, like a bunch of, because the F one had COVID, I guess. Oh, so the report. But you knew the Phillies were doomed when they had to use their bullpen for the entire game. Anyways, who do you like in these games? And that grouping of games, I'm going to take the over in the Marlins and Diamondbacks. He got the one, maybe the only starter I don't like for the Marlins and Alyssa Hernandez. I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong. And Castellanos for Arizona. I think we can get that game. That we, we said Angels against the Rays. Okay, this is really not that hard. Two games, right? Angels, Rays, Mariners, Phillies. Right, two games. Uh, well, we did two games. I, it's like it's not like it's not like we did three. <laughs> I apologize. You know? I'll take the I'll take the Phillies on the money line here with Ranger Suarez. He hasn't really had a great year so far, but I like his stuff. And Chris Flexen, I think, is a pitching way above his stat line. Uh, I don't see him as a three point one zero pitcher. I think the Phillies steal the first game against Seattle. Joe. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to go opposite with you. I trust more in Seattle with Chris Flexen coming out here. I just don't like the Phillies in the underdog role. They've gone 2-10 and 10 in their last 12 as a road underdog, and I think they have struggles here again. But I think this is going to be a lower-scoring game. I do like the under um, in this one. And then give me the under between the Tampa Bay Rays and the LA Angels as well. Both these teams open up series playing stronger defensively, trending nicely to that under of the Rays. 9-2-2 two two in their last 13 games of a game one um, of a series to that under and the angels five and oh in their last five so give me the under seven and a half i like the raise here against the angels i like getting the plus money Syndergaard is in regression mode he's just, something's wrong with him so might as well take advantage of it while we can the Rays have been pretty good on the road this season. Nine and three straight up. Nine and three on the run line. Why not? 
75% chance up against the Angels, just 9-6 and six at home. The Syndergaard, whose numbers are moving in the wrong direction. Why not take a chance? And Phillies, we all know how I feel about them. Let me just say it. Three and seven on the road this season. 30 percenters. That's what we call that. 30% odds at even money is a bad bet. Simple math. Got the Padres against the Cubs. We got the Diamondbacks against the Marlins. And we've got the Giants and the Rockies minus 270 on the Giants. Uh, another run line, uh, whatever. <sighs> Yuck. What is the, what's the negative odds on the run line on the on the Giants there? It's like it's got to be look. it's got to be something pathetic. Yeah, I think it was. It's so. only minus one hundred five actually. If you can believe that. Oh really? No way. That's what it shows for me right really? now. I just look. Wow. Then you know what the play is. Rockies. The play would be Rockies. Rockies yeah. Rockies. Yeah, Rockies plus one and a half is minus one fifteen. Got the same as you, Brian. Minus 105 for the Giants. Really trying to bait you into that run line. Wow. Well, it makes sense, though, because I think we have a really low scoring one in this. I'm going to play the under in that first five. I think both these teams trend so nicely to that under, and I don't see a lot of runs coming in here with Rodon um, coming up for the San Francisco Giants. So I love the under. So it makes sense. Take the Colorado Rockies plus one and a half. Yeah, the, the Cubs on the road after a night game, um, cross-country road trip. They probably got in at 4 o'clock in the morning or something into, into San Diego. This is lousy. This is bad. Bad, bad, bad. Kenzie Core. It's, it's a crappy day at the office. It's one of those ones where you ever have like that bad day where you're kind of like half asleep or whatever and you just wake up the next day and you just feel like totally like, oh man, I just slept for like, felt like you slept for a hundred hours even though, you know, it's like, that's how the Cubs are going to feel tomorrow. <laughs> I, it's like for me, you know, when I travel through all these time zones, it's like it happens to me all the time. A lot of time zones. Anyways... Yeah, if any, it's for me. It's like I understand the Giants, and I gave it out in the video, but I didn't know the odds were going to be like this at the time. So I don't know. It's a straight avoid for me. The no play, no reason to play it. All right, parlays, props, anything else? I'll jump in here. I'll take the Milwaukee Bucks on the money line. I think you guys turned me on to take the Colorado Rockies plus one and a half. That one sounds good to me. And the Oakland A's on the money line. I think the A's are very strong today. Joe, anything? Yeah, for myself, I'm going to take uh, that Rockies-San Francisco game under in the first five. I'm going to take the San Diego Padres here on the run line. I think they have a fantastic day, minus one and a half. And then give me, lastly, the under between Cleveland and the White Sox. Taking the Cincinnati Reds, the Texas Rangers, and uh, Tampa Bay Rays 
going to parlay those three up together. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. It was an amazing morning we've spent together. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. VIP and premium to follow. Make it a winning day.